0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the final EPL show of the season, excluding the wrap up show in midweek, here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGPSoccer. That's at sgp soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. It's at BetMUFC. I'll be tweeting about Manchester United's transfer activities and rumours over the summer. So make sure you follow that account. There is also an edition of BetMUFC currently available. Previewing Man United's game against Crystal Palace. Which is actually important because we don't want to drop into the Europa Conference League. And looking back. At that humiliation against Brighton, and there is plenty of audio on that one that I've gathered up from ex professionals, from Bruno Fernandes, from Ralph Ragnick. So, yeah, it's a real shit show. So, if you like listening to sports combined with comedy, go and listen to Bet MUFC, or if you just like to hear me, go hear me um, getting angry, go and listen to Bet MUFC. And finally, the Twitter account for lockbetting.com is at lockbettingcom at lockbetting.com. So lockbetting.com, but without a dot, at lockbetting.com. That is the Twitter account for my premium pay service that is on the verge of delivering 108 months in a row of transparent track profit. That is another landmark for us. And it is one that allows us to say we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting in nine years. Nine years without losing month, 108 months. That's what we will be able to say at the end of this month, barring a miracle. We are well on the way to doing that. You can still get some action, though, this month. There's still so much to come. There's the end of the domestic soccer season. Of course, that's all tomorrow. Then you have two soccer finals with the Europa Conference League and the big one, the Champions League, next Saturday. You have combat sports action. You have the Tennis French Open dropping a preview of the French Open on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That should be available in the next few hours. Recording this immediately, uh, recording that, sorry, immediately after this. And of course, we are killing it in the NBA this season. We're having one of our strongest seasons, particularly in the playoff picks and props. We are landing nearly 70% of our plays and we've been doing that all throughout the season. So if you want to get involved, it's all over at lockbetting.com. If you want to do your research, go to the pin tweet at the Twitter account at lockbetting.com. Have a look at the pin tweet. At the top of the page, it is the PL for the month of April. Click that, do your research, make sure these are the type of stakes you want to bet. Make sure these are the type of plays that you can get. Look at the members' comments at the bottom because they verify everything that we're saying. We use Patreon; it's a fully transparent service. All of those are Patreon account uh, Patreon accounts of clients who have to join, and they are all verifying the fact that they have made that money. If you want to dig a little bit deeper, at the bottom of every PNL there are little tags one says tennis one says football one says nba because obviously the pnl is made up of these sports and one says pnl click the pnl one and you can see all of the other previous pnl's legitimizing the fact we are about to deliver 108 months in a row of transparent track profit on my service lockbetting.com so moving on with this edition of the epl show as we cover match day 38 and we still have plenty to play for. The relegation race has not been determined. All oh, I wouldn't say it's a race. The relegation scrap still hasn't been determined. With either Leeds or Burnley set to go down, the title hasn't been decided. Although Manchester City are very likely to be the champions. They're currently priced at one to six. I actually think they should be shorter than that. I'm surprised to see them here at one to six to win the league with Liverpool at four to one. I think people are buying too much into this narrative that Stephen Gerrard is going to do Liverpool a big favour tomorrow. Of course, the top four is still alive, although as a result of Arsenal losing to Newcastle, not even getting a draw. Tottenham now just need a draw against Norwich. There has been a little bit of a health issue with Spurs this week. There's been a little bit of a stomach flu outbreak, similar to what there was a few years ago, although not quite as bad and as dramatic. There were rumours about Harry Kane. We'll see if he plays tomorrow. I think with even without him, you're still going to end up winning that game against Norwich, or at least getting a draw. I also like um Hyun-Ming Song to manage to oust Mo Salah as the top scorer. Those two are neck and neck with uh, Salah just one goal ahead of Song, but Salah plays against Wolves and uh, Song plays against Norwich, and it could be worth a punt that um, Huming Song can move past him at the price of 13 to 8. So we have the Golden Boot to play for, the top four, the league, relegation, and of course Manchester United trying to stay in the Europa League spot, but we talk more about that over on Bet MUFC. So it really is an exciting and dramatic finish to the season and we will begin at the top rather than running in alphabetical order we'll start with liverpool versus wolves where liverpool are the 1 to 8 favorites here it's 15 to 2 on the draw and it's 18 to 1 here on wolves Wolves have had a very poor end to the season. They seem like they went on their holidays early, which is weird because they were banging contention for European football. In fact, they were once in a conversation for Champions League football, not for many, but after they beat Manchester United at Old Trafford back in January, they were certainly in the conversation, but they've had a big, big dip and I don't think they're going to provide Any competition for Liverpool tomorrow who should breeze past them and do their part to put their pressure on Manchester City. I'm going to take Liverpool to win this without conceding a goal. So Liverpool to win to nil here at 10 to 11. Liverpool won each of the last 10 Premier League games against Wolves. They've kept eight clean sheets in their previous 10 matches against Wolves. And Wolves have lost 17 of their last 19 away games here at Anfield. So a lot of this isn't based on recent data. This is a lot of head-to-head data. I usually don't factor that in. But this is a Wolves team with a lot of the same players. This is a Liverpool team with a lot of the same players. And this is a Wolves team who have struggled to score goals this season, which has been their problem. They've been pretty good defensively, but they haven't scored enough goals to really challenge for European football. And I think they'll struggle here at Anfield. I see Liverpool running out comfortable winners here, 3-4-0, or and doing their part in the title race against Manchester City. Up next, we will look at that Manchester City game. Manchester City are at home against Aston Villa where Manchester City are actually shorter to win this game than they are to win the league, which is weird because there are actually other ways that Manchester City can win the league. They could draw this game and Liverpool could draw too. So that would give them another route to winning the league. But um, if they win this game, that's it. They're the champions. So to see them here at one to seven, whereas they're one to six to win the league, that's an obvious error there by the books a little bit of a weird one but it doesn't matter I don't think any of this matters everybody likes to um, make the last day exciting in the media we see that people putting out that uh, we see people putting out that Steven Gerrard narr- narrative couldn't win the league for Liverpool but could he still win the league for Liverpool no he failed as a player to win the league they had their best chance and he slipped on his ass and allowed Chelsea to beat them at Anfield and handed the title to Manchester City Stephen Gerrard has never won the league and he's not going to win the league by winning this game and handing it to Liverpool. And it's not going to happen anyway because Liverpool aren't going to win the league. This is going to be the end of their quadruple tomorrow. And uh, I see Manchester City fully focused on this game and running out as comfortable winners as um, Aston Villa themselves haven't really had the strongest finish to the season either. I'm going to go for Manchester City to cover a minus two handicap here. So this selection pushes If Manchester City win by two goals, it loses if they win by one or don't win the game at all. But it cashes if Manchester City win by three goals or more. And I think that that's what they will be able to do tomorrow, as I think they will win the league comfortably. I think they'll get out in front early and they'll build on that throughout the game. So this is available at the price of 10 to 11. And that's going to be my main selection here for this game. Manchester City have won four of the last five home league games by three or more goals, which is what we need here. City have won each of the last eight against Aston Villa. Pep's men have scored five goals in three of the last five league meetings. And uh, I just feel that this, yes, we're building it up and that's what the media are supposed to do but i think this is going to be very very straightforward for aston villa uh, sorry for manchester city tomorrow manchester city's last 5 premier league matches have finished with four goals or more and if this is the same i think if we see four goals or more here tomorrow it's going to be because manchester city have handed villa a severe Beating. So, Manchester City minus two on the Asian handicap line. As uh, as I said, most people want a really, really tight title race. They want to see some excitement. They want to see Liverpool going up early. They want to see Man City struggling. They may even want to see Villa go ahead. That's what you want. You want Liverpool 1 0 up at half time and Manchester City 1 0 down. That's peak excitement. But unfortunately, I don't think that's what. We're going. Well, not unfortunately. I don't want Liverpool to win the league. I want this to be as straightforward as possible. I want this quadruple to be over. It would it would literally ruin my life if they managed to to do this. I would never ever live it down. The fact that they would be able to eclipse Man United's treble, I would be essentially watching Real Madrid versus Liverpool next weekend, and it would be the most. I ever wanted a team to win, and I don't support either of them, but I would be supporting Real Madrid, and wanting that more, than when I've ever supported Manchester United before, because... This is about Manchester United because they're trying to eclipse the famous treble that Manchester United did in '99. That's something that we have to hold on to here, despite the fact that Liverpool and Manchester City are kicking our asses. Man United fans are holding on to that. And I think someone pointed out to me this week, one of my my colleagues from another podcast, that said Man United fans are so jealous of Liverpool fans, they're spewing out this hatred. I think that's very, very misconstrued. Every English football supporter who doesn't support Liverpool hates Liverpool. Everton and Man United are obvious. Everton are their neighbours and Man United are their rivals. But Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham... Aston Villa, all fans hate Liverpool. There's historical reasons behind it with the Heisel disaster and the English Cubs being banned from Europe. There's a general dislike towards Liverpool as a city. There's a general dislike towards Scousers and the type of people that they are there, the people that come from Liverpool. And it's a, it's a nationwide hatred that the rest of the world just do not understand. From Heisel to Hillsborough to the way Scousers are to Liverpool as a city... Um, to them booing the national anthem and feeling like Liverpool are independent from the rest of England, yeah, you are because we all hate you, um, and that and that 's the fact of 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 Liverpool versus the rest of the country, so I cannot stand for this to happen. I cannot visualize it, I cannot think about it, and uh, I think my play has nothing really to do with that because I do try and take the most professional approach possible because I have to because that 's what leads to profit. I've taken Liverpool many, many times to do many things. I've gone against Manchester United many times over the years. So I do take all of that out from my sports betting. But I just don't see Aston Villa doing anything Anything against Manchester City tomorrow. So let's move on from that and look at this game here tomorrow between Brentford and Leeds. This is a key game down the bottom. Leeds need to get something from this game. It's very, very complicated at the moment. Burnley are ahead of Leeds on goal difference as a result of their point against Aston Villa so Leeds need to better their result so Burnley are playing at home to Newcastle and it's very very likely I think that Burnley will get something from that it's a big letdown spot for Newcastle they had their big emotional send-off at home they beat Arsenal they cost Arsenal Champions League football and I don't think now that um, they're going to have anything to play for here. And I don't see a big effort from Newcastle. So I think Burnley are definitely going to get something from that game. So this game between Leeds and Brentford is an absolute must win, in my opinion, for Leeds. And they are the 2-1 to underdogs to pick up that win. It's 13-5 to on the draw and it's 11-8 on Brentford. We're already riding the lock for Leeds to go down from the last show at the price of 4-5. to five, So I really don't have too much to add to this here. We already know what we want. If you followed a lot from the last show, we already know that we want, um, we don't want leads to better the result of Burnley. So we already know what we want. We've already got our cards on the table in terms of capping this individually. In case you did miss that show. I think this game ends up being a draw. I think that's the best that Leeds can do. I think this is a, this is a decent value for a draw. Brentford are unbeaten in their last 10 home games against Leeds. Leeds have lost just one of their last six league matches though against Brentford and three of the previous four meetings between the pair have ended In a draw. Uh, Both teams have actually scored in 21 of Leeds 37 Premier League games this season. So I think there's good supporting data here for a 1-1 draw. Which is individually available at 8-1 here for this game. We'll cover the, the other relegation game here collectively. Keep everything together. We're doing the show in a weird order this week because we're going um, in the order of importance, at least in my opinion. We look at the game between Burnley and Newcastle where Burnley are the 6-5 to favourites. top to 5 on the draw and it's 9-4 to four here in Newcastle. As I said, big letdown spot here for Newcastle. I don't see why they would show up here for this game. They had their big send-off at St James's Park on Monday. The data obviously tells you that Newcastle are going to win this game. Newcastle have won five of the last seven games, only failing to do so against the two title chasers, so Liverpool and Manchester City. Burnley played just on Thursday, so the rest the rest um disparity goes to Newcastle, with Burnley having only played on Thursday. And they're winless now in three games after having a little bit of a burst after Sean Dash was fired. They've now drawn one and lost two of their last three. Burnley have scored in each of their last four home games. Newcastle have scored at least twice in three of the last four So there's good data there for both teams Being able to find a net here in this game Uh, As a separate bet away from Burnley Obviously edging out the win Burnley have actually only won One of their last six matches against Newcastle And obviously this is a stronger Newcastle team here Under Eddie Howe with the new signing So that's a little bit worrying if you're a Burnley backer But they don't need to win They only need to win if Leeds win and I don't think Leeds are going to win against Brentford. I thought I was being generous giving that as a draw because it means so much to Leeds and it doesn't mean so much to Brentford. But Brentford have been playing all the way to the end here. They they drew 0-0 against Tottenham at home. There were party poopers there. They didn't show up at Old Trafford. But they have shown up for other games this season. They have won away to Everton just last weekend when Everton were the team who were desperate to stay up. So Brentford aren't going to stop. So I think I was generous to Leeds there giving them a draw and I think here again I think this one can end up being a draw as well with both teams finding the net. If I was going to give the edge to anyone I would say Burnley. The data supports Newcastle but this would be a day to fade because it just means so much more to Burnley and as I said I'll reiterate don't see why Newcastle sharp in this spot. They had a big emotional send-off just the other night on Monday. Up next, we look at Arsenal at home to Everton, where Arsenal are the ones 1-3 favourites, 9-2 on the draw, and it's 17-2 to two on Everton. If you want to talk about big send-offs, um, the send-off from Goodison Park, emotional celebrations, emotional scenes, look at Everton the other night. Look at Everton on Thursday, cashing us our lock, miracle lock cash. In midweek, but they celebrated that like they'd won the Champions League when all they'd done is secured safety. So Frank Lampard also was getting a lot of praise, but he's taken a team that he inherited in 16th spot to 16th spot. So, I didn't understand all the euphoria. Euphoria. Obviously, you got yourselves in a bad position, but Everton should not be getting relegated with that squad. They should not be anywhere near it. Now, they have absolutely nothing to play for, whereas Arsenal are still trying to compete for the Champions League. They're not going to get it because there's no way Tottenham are going to drop points against Norwich or they're not going to lose against Norwich, which is what actually needs to happen. That's what a bad situation Arsenal have got themselves into, by actually losing that game against Newcastle, as opposed to getting a draw out of it and dropping points that way. So the loss has really put Arsenal in a bad position. I think they come out here and they win this game comfortably. They finish the season strong and they end up in the Europa League, which was their target realistically at the start of the season anyway. It's just... Hard when you're in that position that Leicester have been in for the last few years where it looks like you're going to be in the Champions League throughout the whole season and then you finish in the Europa League. It's happened to Arsenal. It regularly has happened to Leicester. Arsenal have to win this to stand any chance of the top four. Everton played on Thursday, secured safety have nothing to play for and it was a big emotional scene and uh, I just don't see how they turn up here. The Merseyside outfit have eight defeats in their last 10 away games with five of those losses actually coming by two or more goals which is why we're not going to take Arsenal here 1-3. to Obviously, we're going to take Arsenal on the Asian handicap line, Arsenal minus 1.5, which is available here, even money, plus 100. Arsenal have enjoyed success in five of the last seven home games in the Premier League. And the last three home games in the Premier League have produced over two and a half goals. And I think this one could go over as well, because I think Arsenal are going to finish the season by giving Everton a pretty serious beating, which is going to mean nothing because Arsenal are going to finish fifth and Everton are going to stay up. And it will be Tottenham who get through to the Champions League, cashing a nice future for my Lockbetting.com clients. We look at the Tottenham game next. They are a 1-5 favourites to win away to Norwich. Norwich are the huge 11-1 to one underdogs and it's 6-1 to one here on the draw. Difficult really to find a bet for this game. I was keen... I'm taking Tottenham to cover the handicap here just because Norwich are so poor. But I'm a little bit put off by the fact that Tottenham could be missing players. Um, I'm just going to go for Tottenham to win this to nil because Norwich are always good for not scoring a goal. So that's what we're going to take here. And we're getting it a plus money at 13 to 10. Tottenham have kept clean sheets in each of the last three away games and Norwich have failed to score in four of the last five. The Canaries have scored just 23 goals this season in 37 games so far, which is why they're going down. And I mentioned earlier, Hume Son Chase in Mo Salah as the 13-8 underdog. Just one goal behind. He has four goals in his last four games and could win the golden boot. And uh, Mo Salah is out of form. He's been out of form actually for a couple of months. So there's a real chance that um, Sonny could move past him tomorrow. And I think Tottenham win this game comfortably. So I know we're trying to build up drama. I think the most dramatic situation would actually be down at the bottom between Burnley and Leeds. I can't really make a case for Arsenal and Tottenham being dramatic. And I also couldn't make a case for the top of the league between Manchester City and Liverpool, as I think um, Tottenham finish fourth and Manchester City will win the league. Up next, what could be interesting is the chase for the Europa League. If West Ham can beat Brighton here, Manchester United will need to match that result because West Ham have a better goal difference. So, West Ham winning here would put real pressure on United there. at 7-4 to do it, so they are the underdogs. It's 13-5 the draw, and it's 11-8 for Brighton to get another home win, much like they did against Man U. What's interesting here is United's goal difference is inferior to West Ham, as embarrassing as that is. So if Manchester United do draw tomorrow against Crystal Palace, and I think that they will either draw or lose that game so I think Man United will drop points tomorrow and it'll be at least two points then West Ham winning this game automatically means that they take us over so Man United should be keeping an eye on this game I don't think West Ham will win but we did see them respond to being eliminated from the Europa League with a very very good performance against Manchester City going 2-0 up that was partly down to Manchester City being quite poor but at the same time you can't just discredit West Ham they were the ones that needed to to go 2-0 up in that game. So West Ham are a decent side, proven by the fact where they are in the table and proven by the fact they had a Europa League run this season. So they are capable of winning away to Brighton because they already won away to, Leo, away to Leon in the Europa League to get through to that semi-final. I'm going to go for the draw here. I think this one will end up being another draw. That's really been the um, the way for Brighton. They're a team who whose output doesn't match their expected goals. They're a team that struggled to put the ball in the back of the net and that's why it was even more embarrassing when they put four past Manchester United. Each of the last six Premier League games between these two sides have been a draw. In all six of those games, both teams have actually found a net. So if you want to tack on both teams to score with the draw, you can actually get that up to 7-2 to two with um with 7-1 to one on the 1-1 scoreline. Brighton are beaten in all nine of their Premier League meetings with West Ham. So that would be good news for Man United supporters. Brighton have won just one of their last nine home games. That was against Man United and Brighton have played in nine 1-1 draws in the Premier League this season. So massive value on the 7-1 to selection here in this one. Up next, we look at this game here between Chelsea and Watford. We finish with two irrelevant games here. There's nothing really on the line here in these games between Chelsea, Watford, and Leicester versus Southampton. Chelsea are the ones, eight favourites to beat Watford. It's seven to one on the draw, and it's 18 to 1 here on Watford. No idea what to do with this game, no idea to what to do with the next game. I was tempted to, to skip them. But I decided to have a little punt here on the games. Um, I'm going to go for both teams to score in this Chelsea Watford game. It doesn't seem like Chelsea are defending as well as they did when they had stuff to play for, and that selection does represent some very good value at six to four. So Watford team have scored in three of their five games against the top three, and they scored in and they scored in the uh, reverse fixture against Chelsea, which was a two-one win for Chelsea. Chelsea have conceded in four of their last five home league games, but Chelsea have scored. At at least three goals in each of their last four homes against the, four home games against the Hornets. So, I think this could be a game where Chelsea win it and both teams score. If you fancy going down that path, but I think both teams to score at six to four does represent some strong value. Um, last bit of data here is the fact that seven of Chelsea's eighteen home league games this season have finished with over three and a half goals. A Stark contrast to the Chelsea team last season uh, under Tuchel that were tipped to challenge for the title this season. Finally, Leicester versus Southampton, where Leicester, the 4-5 favourites, is 3-1 on the draw. It's 3-1 on Southampton. When you figure this game, you always think of the 9-0 win where Leicester killed Southampton 9-0. I don't think we're going to see anything like that tomorrow. I think when you're looking at this situation where it's two teams that have nothing to play for, always go with the home team because they're going to want to finish strong in front of their own supporters. Leicester have won two of their last three games. Leicester have, won, uh, Leicester have six wins and just one defeat in the last 10 at home. The Saints have nine defeats in the last 12 games. They've finished the season very poorly and they can see it on average Of 2.2 goals per game On the travels in the Premier League And I think two goals will be enough here For Leicester to win this game So I'm going to go for Leicester On the money line here In this one Closing out with your lock on the show your, Your final lock for this EPL season And we're going to go With Manchester City minus two As I said I cannot make a case for this being close This isn't because I dislike Liverpool I know a lot of neutrals may want this to get close, but of course the ones based in the UK will ultimately want Manchester City to win. I know excitement is a lot better and um, something that people will be hoping for tomorrow. But ultimately, I think you'll be disappointed by that because I think this City team just win this comfortably. I understand the narrative is out there. Gerrard's team wants to do Liverpool a favour. Liverpool boy never won the league with Liverpool. Has the opportunity to hand in the league. All he needs to do here is get a draw. And Liverpool will be able to overtake Manchester City. I understand all of that. But it just isn't going to happen. And I think City will win comfortably here. And this isn't down to, as I said, a play against Liverpool. This is just simple data. City have won four of the last five home league games by three or more goals. It's just what we need here they've won each of the last eight games against Villa they've managed to score five goals in three of the last five games as well so strong strong data here for City to finish strong and I think they'll cover the minus two Asian handicap line that's it for me in this edition of the EPL show good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening